Northfield Mayor Rhonda Powdell. Mayor, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Good morning, Jeff. How was, are you? It was a long evening and short night yes. last night for you, so we're glad you made uh, you. And, I'm glad you and Rich both made it. Yes, uh, we made it. That, oh my uh, gosh. You had a five-hour uh, meeting. It was almost five hours last night, which is yeah. very uncharacteristic. Uh, but um Things sometimes things have to be done that way. Uh, it happens. Uh, yeah, it right? does happen. And I think it was an it was an important moment. I was really grateful that my council colleagues were willing to extend the meeting until we finished our business. So mm-hmm. there was just really gracious use and willingness to. Uh, spend the time necessary to be able to talk through the items that were on our agenda. Mm-hmm. So it was good. And there was uh, most of that time was taken uh, taken up by the Craywood project. And we'll get to yes. that in just a moment or so, because yeah. that wasn't 100% of it. Let's get through some other stuff uh, before we do that. Yeah. Um, you had uh, one, a presentation uh, from the Archer mm-hmm. House uh, yes. last night. Tell us about that. Yes. So we had an update on the Archer House demolition permit request process and tax increment financing redevelopment option process. Why does everything have to be such a long lead-in? It's like (laughs) such a mouthful. But anyway, just a really important moment to receive an update on that. I know you guys have been running some uh, information opportunities Mm -hmm. for the general public just to keep them up to date on what's happening. But uh, there has been our certificate of appropriateness for their proposal to demolish the remaining structure and clear the site. And the HPC will be holding a public hearing on that on October 14th. And there will be some related, well, not quite, not with regards to demolition, but on October 19th, there will be an agenda item before the council uh, really to um, leave open that opportunity for us to utilize tax increment financing uh, and so it is to verify the condition of the site uh, meets the standards of qualification in accordance with state statutes so that we can use that um, financial assistance resource to help uh, development happen on this site. So that will come forward then on the 19th? On the 19th for okay. the city council. It will be on a demolition uh, permit for the HPC on October 14th. Mm -hmm. And it's my understanding if you go to the City of Northfield website and you look up the HPC's uh, webpage there, you'll find some additional information on uh, on what's before the Heritage Preservation Commission. All right. Yeah. Uh, Good information. I'm, uh, you know, for one, being right next door to it here after the uh, front collapsed. (laughs) Yes. Got a little nervous here (laughs) throughout the summer. But uh, we, uh, uh, once again, uh, wish them the best and whatever whatever happens with that. And I can't uh, can't wait to see a couple of years from now uh, when, uh, what the end result will be. I think it'll be a a wonderful part of uh, the the future of Northfield. Yes, I agree. That is my hope too, and mm-hmm. I think that's the hope of the developers that'll be uh, working on that. Is how mm-hmm. do we move forward, and how do we make it even better than what it was? Yeah, exactly. All right, let's uh, move on. Also, last night uh, there was some action taken on a uh, solar garden. Yes, yes, there was. And before I get to that, can I just say that the council passed unanimously in advance of our regular agenda item where there were only two items on the regular agenda mm-hmm. item. There were 16 action items that the, uh, that the council passed unanimously. So oftentimes, right, things that make it on our consent agenda are things that 
we know for sure have the the backing of the city council as a whole. And one of those was actually really key that I just wanted to hit on here sure. briefly. And we've talked about it before. Actually, there's a, a couple of them. Um, we have the Milltowns Trail uh, that really connects, will connect, Fairbow, Dundas, Northfield, Waterford, Randolph, Cannon Falls. Um, there's in a distance, I think it's 25 or 39 miles, really a stretch there. And our portion of that was engineered from Riverside Park out to the Waterford Bridge. And so the council moved approval of those uh, the conceptual corridor design and preliminary engineering from Riverside to that Waterford Bridge and is really that next step of seeing that Milltown's trail section that we have jurisdiction over really come to fruition. And as you know, this is something that people have been working on, my gosh, probably for generations, mm-hmm. uh, if I could just say that. And um, people are passing the baton on to the next generation to carry the the advocacy for this project forward. And uh, we are... Uh, we asked for state bonding dollars to help us to accomplish our section of that trail, the trail that uh, the design conceptual corridor design uh, that we just passed unanimously again last night. So, again, it's something that's on our agenda. It's really important for the long-term vibrancy of our community, really highlighting an important economic driver, which we know uh, if you look at other cities around the state, the number of bicyclists, bicycling community they can bring in lots of tourism dollars and it's just an excellent way to get outside and get some exercise too so just i'd like to add to that if i could that uh, it's good to see the uh rehabilitation of the uh, bridge uh, waterford bridge going on this summer they've been working on that throughout the summer and that has i think to, to anyone who is uh who's been in Waterford Township residence, or in my case, used to work out there and go over yes. the bridge every day when yeah. uh, the radio station was located out in the Waterford Township. Still do it, but uh, it's yeah. good that they preserve that, and uh, it will be uh, 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 fixed up so future generations don't need to fear its safety. <laughs> yes, you can actually bicycle across yeah. it, right, without the fear of a collapse, right? Mm. <laughs> so that's not going to happen. All right. So anyway, that was that happened, and then we uh, there were a couple of agree- agreements that uh, we also approved with Cannon River Off Road Cycling and Trails. Crocked is what they're known here, um, and uh, really giving them the ability to expand the trails in Seckler and Oddfellows Park. So, just wanted to highlight those real quickly uh, before we got on to our regular agenda items. So, okay, the Solar Garden. Let's talk about the Solar Garden. <laughs> Yeah, and so this is a, this was a conditional use permit resolution for one megawatt community solar garden for SVCSG Northfield LLC. All right, there we go. Okay. Put that title out there. Um, what, so, what, what does that mean? What do you, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't need the, the initials or anything, the acronym explained, but yes. as far as the solar garden, one kilowatt, that doesn't, that's not a real big one. Yeah, it's, well, it's my understanding. It's one of, um, there are a couple that have been approved to go out in the northwest side of town. It's on the. It's located on the north side of Highway 19 and west of Garrett Avenue. Really, what was there was some. This was before the planning commission, and so there were several uh, conditions placed on this CUP. And one of them that the council really talked about last night, which was the uh, the service period from 25, either considering a 25 or 35 
years, and its uh, solar gardens have been uh, typically last uh, for that period of time. However, it part of the solar garden where it's placed, it will be in the right of way of a future uh, major corridor that is in our comprehensive transportation plan for the future. And as many people know in our community, sometimes we haven't been very good about ensuring that our roadways are truly set aside and not touched so that future development, um, we have roadways that actually connect with other roadways and mm-hmm. go through. And uh, just in that northwest area of the city, we we have some issues with that. And it can clog our roadways and restrict the different ways that people can even get to our city hospital uh, from Highway 3. Um, so it, it's just an opportunity for the council to say there's going to be a check-in at 25 years to give an opportunity for our future council, future leadership to discern whether or not they should extend that CUP for that particular solar garden or whether or not it's a development I mean, who knows? I mean, that's a long ways out, mm-hmm. right? But it reserves the opportunity for future leaders to determine whether or not um, that solar garden remains within the right-of-way or not. All right, let's uh, move on to the uh, big item on the agenda that took the most time last night, and that was the Craywood development. Uh, the city council, I guess the the action that the city council was asked to take involved a uh, condition, or a, excuse me, an environmental assessment worksheet. Uh, tell us yes. about that. Yes, so the... The council at our last regular city council meeting on September 17th, I believe we received the the petition uh, from the EQB was on the Friday before. And so uh, there were potential action on our September 17th agenda for both the the zoning and the preliminary plat. And because we received this petition, uh, that delayed those two items. So the council really needed to address whether or not we were going to approve or deny the petition requiring an environmental assessment worksheet to be completed for the proposed Craywood project. So there were p- three primary issues that were really identified as justification for the EAW by the petitioners. Traffic, potential wetland, and concerns uh, over the rusty patch bumblebee. And so the council really heard testimony there last night. They also took into account the information that was provided by the petitioners back on uh, September 17th. And um, yes, again, the opportunity to hear from the petitioners, the developers, as well as the general public and our city staff last night. And ultimately decided to deny the petition uh, to move forward with requiring an EAW for the Craywood project. And uh, because we denied uh, the petition, the next steps would for the Craywood project would be on our October 19th agenda, probably the preliminary plat and the rezoning, similar ones that were on the September 17th agenda. The TIF agenda has been delayed to a November meeting. Yeah. Now, let, let's talk about the, uh, I guess, the reasonings behind that. Uh, you heard from several um, environmental, I don't know if environmental lawyers, people involved with the yeah. environment, concerned about that, and really on both sides of the issue. Was there anything mm-hmm. that kind of tipped the scales uh, um, in the favor of uh, not recommending, the, uh, not having that uh, EAW? Yeah, well, I think for, I mean, if you watch the meeting, there were a lot of really excellent uh, deliberation and questions 
uh, that each individual counselor counselor really brought forward. It was so clear that people took this seriously and were really looking at all the information that they've been provided and were uh, prepared with their questions for both the developer and the petitioners. So I would say uh, it seemed like there were a lot of questions with regards for the Midwest natural resources. They were a firm that were hired by the developers to really assess uh, the situation with the natural environment. Uh, Annie Weeks was there and present, and uh, they worked directly with the DNR and others on issues like what was before the council last night. And she uh, made the, uh, I don't say recommendation, mm -hmm. but uh, was concerned that that's not really a very good habitat for the mm -hmm. bumblebee. Is that yep. is that correct for the, uh, the rusty patch bumblebee? Yeah, she gave some really excellent uh, background information, and I believe they're going to make that report available to mm -hmm. people because I think reading it in its entirety and being able to look over it is going to be really helpful. It was a primary driver for why uh, the the environmental assessment worksheet and the questions and concerns that have been raised uh, by the petitioners, they didn't feel like they were heard in terms of addressing those issues. And so this information that was brought forward last night, I think was really the first time that the general public had heard it, the council had heard it, um, and so it was really helpful. When we were asked, she was asked whether or not, uh, Annie Week, she was asked whether or not uh, how the information or the things that she did in analyzing the site, how it compared with an EAW. She said that it was really one piece of an EAW that they had done uh, to uh, really assess whether or not the habitat was there to support the rusty patch bumblebee. And they really did, uh, they showed us on a map that where it identified more so in that southeast corner of the Craywood project area where there was some potential for, oh gosh, I'm going to, the oh, I'm not even trying. <laughs> okay. The habitat is there that would support uh, a rusty patch bumblebee, and so primarily in that area. And so because we were able to look right there at the maps, that also is consistent with the area where they have set aside. Um, it's Oh, let me see if I can get it. Mm -hmm. Oh, picture is worth a thousand words, I tell you. <laughs> but they um, have uh, set aside that for, yes. I don't want to say parkland, but some type of... Uh, some type of uh, natural habitat? Yeah, pollinators. So they identified, mm -hmm. uh, the developers identified, they were able to show us on a map the areas that they would be uh, setting aside for naturally landscaped with pollinator-friendly plantings. And it is all along uh, that eastern border as well as a large portion around the southern, in the southern area there adjacent to where Highland would potentially connect uh, to Highland from the east. Mm -hmm. So as a lot of people know, the art, we have two sections of Highland Avenue there, and they, they don't connect, right? And through this development proposal, there was an opportunity where we could look at connecting that mm -hmm. roadway. But uh, this is, doing this analysis has really highlighted that that's a sensitive area, and I'm sure that this is going to be part of the discussions as we move forward. I know that's something that uh, the council was asking some additional questions on, and we'll take into account as we move forward. All right. So once again, Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell is with us. Now, it is my understanding that that was uh, 
a big step in the process, an important one, but it's certainly not the end of that process. Uh, that's not a done deal yet. What is the next step? Yes, so October October 17th. So the City Council has a budget work session next week, October 12th. Our next regular agenda item or actionable meeting is October 19th. It's at that time that we will consider the zoning and the preliminary plat on how we move forward and give approvals or if there are any conditions. Uh, the TIF uh, has been moved back out to November. That's an additional opportunity where the council will have an opportunity to give additional guidance on whether or not what is proposed is is okay or whether or not we want to ask for some additional conditions. So, All right. So once again, Northfield Mayor Rhonda Ponell. Uh, is that all from last night's meeting? Oh, gosh. I think that's enough, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, is enough. It was it was such a good meeting, and I just really appreciated the different opportunities that both the council, our city staff, the general public, our developers really took the time to listen to one another and make adjustments. There were adjustments that have been made, and it was a, just a really – it's important sometimes that those conversations happen in the public eye where everyone can hear what's being said. And the council took an opportunity to do that through a listening session that happened, I believe, a couple weeks ago. And again, last night uh, with regards to uh, giving people that extended time to be able to address the council. And it was actually the first time that the councils had an opportunity to ask questions themselves. And so just a lot of really great back and forth. Um, and I'm just really grateful for my council colleagues and their level of detail and thought that went into this. So. All right. Well, yeah. we appreciate your time today. We are, we're out of time, but yeah. we certainly appreciate that. We'll uh, welcome you back next week, or I think next week will probably be just Ben, if he's yes. going to be back. And yes. uh, Ben Bardig, our city administrator, is off at a conference in some far-flung stretch of the <laughs> yes. world. Learning about how to make our city better. So Good, right? good. All right. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate yeah. it, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thanks. Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell.